Hello everyone, happy Sunday and welcome to the first ever episode of The Course with Faithful. I am so excited to start this and this was just placed on my heart a few days ago and who am I to not listen to the voice of God? For today, we have a very amazing topic. Like, without this, as a Christian, who are you? I mean, definitely the first one is love. But, you know, today we're going to be talking about faith. Faith in the midst of the storm. Now, I want to create a scenario of how faith works. In the Bible, when the disciples were on the boat with Jesus, Jesus was literally on the lower deck and he was fast asleep and there was a storm, the winds were blowing the boat, it was probably going to capsize. I mean, but we don't know that, right? Two things could have happened. The first one is the disciples would have realized that they literally have the son of the most high living God in their boots. He was with them. So the storm, the winds wouldn't have even bothered them. They'll have just been like, Jesus is in our boots. <laughs> we don't care about this storm. We don't care about this wind. We know that we have Jesus. And knowing that Jesus is with us, nothing's going to happen to us. But what they did instead, they started to panic. They woke Jesus up and they were wondering, how could you sleep in the midst of the storm? Why are you asleep? Like, we're literally going to die. Jesus gets up and is like, oh, you of little faith. Because you can literally say to the storm, be still. Or another level of faith is like just leaving the storm knowing that okay eventually when the storm is dead it will leave you alone that's how most of us act we act like the disciples as i was setting up this podcast some things weren't going as planned it wasn't working and i started to doubt i was like god didn't you tell me I should start this podcast or was I just was it my selfish desire to start a podcast and it was God just spoke to me and he was like just because you have problems in doing something that I told you to do doesn't mean I didn't tell you to do it if God sent you somewhere just because you might have gotten lost or it seems dark or things aren't just going as smooth as you thought doesn't mean that it wasn't God who spoke to you most of the time our first instinct is to doubt to completely think that okay this wasn't God this was just me this was just the devil how can God send me to do something and it wouldn't work out smoothly it's not always going to work out smoothly but our our peace is in that God is with us. Jesus is in our boats. So who are we to fret? Who are we to be afraid of the storms and winds of life that push us from different sides? Hebrews 11:1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
when God tells you to do something, you have to have a level of faith to push yourself to do it. Especially when the people around you are looking at you like you're crazy. Like, why are you doing this particular thing? And sometimes you start to doubt. Maybe it was, maybe we misheard what he said or we misread what he said. But don't doubt. Live in faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6 also says that um, without faith it is impossible to please God. Without believing that God was the one who told you to do something, you can't please him because it's like you don't believe in what he said, you don't believe in who he is, you don't believe in what he promised to do for you. Drowning when there's a rafter. Rather than trying to swim towards safety, a lot of us immediately give up and start to drown. We drown in distress, we drown in the worries, we drown in anxiety. And literally, the hand of Jesus is right there. Swim towards me. He keeps looking at you. Swim towards me. Call on me. I'm here. I'm here for you. But without, we lose, we lose faith. We struggle. Mark 11, 24 goes on to say, Whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them. A lot of us, we pray, but we don't believe. Then we go like, but I prayed for this. Why didn't it work? Or why didn't I receive it? I mean, it's one thing to pray for our own will to be done. It's another thing to pray for God's will to be done. When you pray for your own will to be done, and it doesn't align to the will of God, there is a high chance that you wouldn't get it. But when you pray and you add, let your will be done or do what you want to do with me, along those lines, you you will receive it um, as long as it falls according to his will for your life. Our case study is Abraham. Abraham is literally the father of faith. God called him, told him to go to a strange land. What did Abraham do? He got his bag, he got his family, and he started the journey. How many of us could do that? Abraham, again, he was already old. Like You wouldn't even expect someone of his age to still have children. But God told him, I'm going to give you a son. He said, okay. Sarah laughed. I'm pretty sure Sarah was probably like, ha, at this age. But Abraham said, okay. Even before God gave Abraham a son, he told Abraham, look at the stars. Your seed, your generation will be more than that. This was a man with no child, but he believed. He believed. Many of us, we don't even have an imagination, so we can't execute faith. Faith and imagination go hand in hand. Here's why. God's imagination created us. 
in genesis chapter one god said let us make man in our own image that word image meaning that god created us out of the out of the picture and imagination that he had in his mind so we are created in god's image therefore we can also create with imagination what's that thing that you want to be done imagine it if you can imagine it you can have it the, the clause is let it fall according to the will of God in your life many of us will ask how do I know God's will ask God what he wants for you for you or it doesn't even have to be you asking him just say God this is what I want um, I want to work in this company according to your will I want to get these scholarships according to your will or let your glory be shown in my life but it takes faith to even begin to imagine most of the time when I'm talking and I'm saying things that I believe I'm going to do or I will do like yes people look at me like okay like that that's too much or wake up face reality personally i think reality is the opposite of faith because reality is living in what you see what you hear what you can touch meanwhile faith is what you hope for and you cannot see yet you can't see it Something that helped me build my faith as a young child, I was like 11, was the book Health Food by Kenneth Hagin. It was a devotional and I just stumbled on it. And I read this thing every day. It talked about healing. It talked about not being sick. Because as Christians, Jesus literally took every form of pain, every form of sickness 2,000 years ago. By his stripes we were healed, were past tense. So why are you falling sick? I haven't fallen sick in six years. And I'm so grateful to God for that. I learned early that I am not to fall sick. I'm a Christian. Why am I feeling pain? Why am I feeling weak? I'm not saying that, okay, there were times... That I, I didn't feel a headache or I didn't feel so sore or my body was just hot. These things happened. But I said to myself, I said, you're not sick. There's, you're not sick. Or I told myself, I'm going to sleep now. By morning, all this pain should be gone. And imagine my body not listening to my mind. That's the thing. What you think in your mind is what your body will execute. Imagination creates. Imagination creates. You see, we see children. Children literally have the wildest imagination. They can imagine a toy to be a plane. And then another time, that same toy is a truck. We just look at them and we're laughing we're like that doesn't work but they have the wildest imagination i dare you to imagine like a child 
imagine you working for that company you so desire to imagine you being the best among the best imagine yourself being so good at that thing you've always wanted to learn if you dare to dream it you can have it but you see the thing imagination works in two ways imagination plus fear it causes anxiety a lot of us are so anxious nowadays but imagination plus faith imagination plus faith is the key to having what you desire Matthew eleven twenty four says whatever you ask when you pray believe that you receive them we pray but we do not believe we pray but we do not believe uh, the way it's supposed to be with our Heavenly Father is the way you see a child with their father, a three-year-old. If that child's father promises to buy them the meal, that child will believe it. Why? Because there's just this trust in their father that my daddy said he's going to do it, so he's going to do it. Let's be like that with God. God told me he was going to he was going to build me a multi-billion dollar company. People will laugh when you say it. But when you start living in it, they will look at you and say, ah, this person actually said it. It was said. It was believed. And it was done. Imagination is the engine of our faith. This is something I learned from Crazier Faith, a series by Pastor Michael Todd. Imagination is the engine of your faith. Imagination drives your faith. Because the more you imagine, the more you... And the more you believe. Imagination is the engine of your faith. Faith is the vehicle to your future. That future that you dream of. You have to have faith that you live it. A lot of us are seeing ourselves in huge homes, huge houses, working for the companies we love or owning our own businesses and just loving life. But do you actually believe that you will receive it or is it just, I'm about to go to bed, let me just create a false reality in my head. Imagination is the engine to your faith. Faith is the vehicle to your future. Hope is the fuel to your faith. Hope Dry, hope gives energy to your faith. Imagination is the engine of your faith. How do we grow in faith? Romans ten seventeen says, Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. I could talk for, a, for hours on end. But if you do not read the word of God, if you do not read the number of people who had faith in God and received, and you yourself begin to believe and to have faith in God, you won't go in faith. Romans 10, 17 talks about you reading the word of God, you hearing the word of God every day. Read about people like Abraham. Read about people like David. Read about people like Jesus in the Bible. These are people who had faith 
Abraham is the father of faith. From him moving from his homeland to a place he didn't know, to him having a child of his old age, and then to him having generation millions billions of children or grandchildren or great grandchildren this couldn't have been done without faith if god could do this what can he do for you most of the time we limit god to let me just ask for something small no ask him for something large and see if he will do it as long as what you believe 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 but you can't just jump to oh let me believe for something big when you don't know how to believe for something small whatever you ask for in prayer believe that you receive them and also james 1 3 says knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience there are times where our faith will be tested maybe you're trying to set up something and it doesn't work you know that god told you to do this but it's not working out it's a test are you already going to start doubting this wasn't god this was the voice of the devil i should have known or are you going to lord jesus please help me even as i struggle i know this is where you sent me to be so please help me even as i move forward and move past this storm if you don't take anything else from this one thing i'd like to pinpoint or for you to highlight is second corinthians 5 7 for we walk by faith not by sight if you keep living by what you see if you keep living by what you can see what you can touch you will never have more than you see but when you walk by faith when you walk in things that only the spiritual eyes can see hmm, what won't you have we walk by faith not by sight don't only believe in what you see but dare to dream dare to dream the impossible you can't walk see yourself walking you can't see see yourself looking at the beauty of the world anything you can believe for you will have it and on that note I'd like to quickly say thank you so much for your time and I hope that you have gotten one or two things but to really grow your faith you need prayer prayer changes the focus because you might have been having faith for the wrong things for for like the longest time so prayer changes the focus and when the focus is changed, prayer again will change your feelings towards this thing. You've been, you've had faith for something God didn't want for you. And that thing that he wants for you, at first you were completely against it. But when you keep praying, when you keep praying for God to show you what he desires for your life, it will begin to change your feelings towards these things. And then ultimately, prayer changes the future. 
prayer changes the future always communicate with God always talk to him he wants to talk to you like <laughs> always ready to hear what you have to say but not just hearing what he has to say also hear what he has to say communication is a two-way thing you talk I talk and that's the way prayer is supposed to be thank you Lord for today we thank you for teaching us about faith we thank you and even as we go into this beautiful week we ask Lord that you help us to dream and to imagine things beyond what humans would expect what humans have seen what human beings have heard help us to believe that you will do it for us help us to strengthen our faith and to be better in believing in your word and in believing that you will do whatever you have said this week may your will be done in our lives thank you Lord in Jesus mighty name Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next week Sunday. I love you, but definitely God loves you more. Stay blessed, stay fruitful, and have a beautiful week.